This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I don't have a joke to say because Elon Musk sucks. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. You're not wrong. (laughs) Um, I'm Brandy Posey, and carpe diem, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and okay, but buying shit on your phone is so fun, though. (laughs) And this is Lady (laughs) to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Welcome to the show. Sorry I half-assed that intro, but I just legit, I haven't written any jokes, and I blame it on him. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Well, it's hard. It's hard to write jokes when you're just like, well, this is just like going straight into a bucket that no one is going to see. Right, Um, right. Yeah. They took away the addictive part, which... Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, is it's a good and bad. Great like, it, move. It's good for not looking at my phone as much, but it's bad for my joke. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I guess I could just write them, but if no one's yeah, seeing yeah. them, ugh. if a I, joke goes off in the woods and nobody <laughs> is there to feed it, <laughs> oh, I mean, I think it question. just does speak to his genius, though, to take away the addictive part of the app that was known for its. That is so true. Addiction. That is so true. Just, so smart. I mean, a visionary. I'm sure more things won't go wrong uh, no, under never. his tutelage. Tutelage. Ooh, <laughs> good word. Good word, yeah. Thank y'all. <laughs> um, do we got any shows coming up for people oh, to um, see? Next picture this, Los Angeles, July 2nd. We're at Nonplus Ultra, which is like a super cool, hip venue. I've never been there, but Ooh. I've been told it's very cool and the kids love it. Got a cool so, name. Yeah, exactly. So come there. And also thank you to everybody that tuned in to the freaking sleepover. Yes. Yes. We had an amazing 24-hour sleepover for our patrons. It was so fun. We're tired. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be in Portland at the end of July. So I'm stacking up the shows right now. But if you live in Portland, I will be there July 22nd through the 30th doing a bunch of shows and hanging out. So come out and see me there. Hell yeah. And let's get to our show. This was such a fun one. We had a great guest. You've heard the other half of Stradio Lab. Well, we had our other co-host on today. Stradio Lab, it's a podcast from iHeartMedia and Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network. And we had a blast hanging out with Sam Taggart. Oh, my God. Let's just jump into hanging out with our guest, Sam Taggart. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Wow. We've already we've already had George, so I hope you can bring it. Yeah, he set the bar <laughs> well, high. How did, how did he do? Really well. Yeah. Really yeah. well. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I give him like a nine and a half out of ten, and I only say that so you have room to improve mm. upon it. <laughs> that is so hard and so scary. I. <laughs> I mean, it's tough working with George. He's such an intellectual uh, heavyweight that, you know, I, I the only thing I can do is sort of run in the opposite direction, maybe be the dumbest person on earth. Um, hey, that, so here's hoping. Everyone needs a lane. Yeah. That's the thing. That's smart, you know, I mean, but that just shows how smart you are because you're mm-hmm. like, I'm, I know, you know, how to support him. Yeah. So... Can't have two and Georges on the show. I will just say your mm, chance God, no. to totally talk shit on him if you. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, first of all, he never listens. <laughs> <laughs> is this a pr- 
private podcast. I don't know if you know, but I, wish. I assume all of them are. I know about some nasty stuff, and I'm like, why did I do that? It's always so embarrassing later. Don't we all? And then, like, if somebody calls you out on something you said in a podcast, it feels like, why were you listening to that? Don't eavesdrop. <laughs> Yeah, it's like actually you're the perv. Like that was <laughs> that is so gross. You're like peeking in my life. <laughs> yeah, it always feels like they crossed a boundary when you have just put these things out there for the whole world to for hear. For literally tens of thousands of people, but it's like, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest to me is when people like pick up on patterns that are like not even like talking points but sort of like how you speak and it's like well you can't yeah. critique that that's just literally my personality like that's yeah. not going to change ever no <laughs> exactly that's just who i am i'm sorry or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get used to it I feel, yeah. i'm wondering if anyone else has this experience with themselves but like i feel like i'm very malleable in terms actually of my speech like if i'm hanging out with people from the south i will start dropping y'alls i'm from california Y'all is not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Or like, I have a lot of Chicago friends, and I'll still be like, "Oh my god!" Like I, ah. I don't know what that means. Doesn't that happen to anyone else? It does not happen to me, but I do have to say, my brother does that in a way that sometimes, like, he's my younger brother, and I'll be like, "What are you doing?" Like, that's not your personality. <laughs> like, <laughs> we have like family that lives in North Carolina, and but like, we didn't grow up there. But he will literally be like. Like, just start being like, yeah, well, you know how it is. And I'm like, that's not your voice at all. <laughs> I definitely have done that when I was, like, when I was a teenager and I did this whole thing where I hung out with a bunch of Irish people. Mm. <laughs> what a mm -hmm. weird way I'm to say it. You know, the whole thing, the Irish people thing. <laughs> you know that Irish mm -hmm. teen thing? Yeah. Um, yeah, we would definitely, I would definitely start to talk like them because you kind of just get into that mode. And use I, their slang. They say like, "What's the crack and stuff?" They say, "What's oh, the crack?" Yeah. It's good. Yeah, crack it's crack, but like... it's it, yeah, good crack. It's spelled C R A I C. Mm -hmm. so what does that mean? It yeah, what does it mean? just means like, "What's up?" or like, "What's the crack?" It's like, "What's the gossip?" Or you know. Oh. Yeah. yeah uh, and can I hear a good crack in a sentence? <laughs> I can't do it because I have to do the accent, and I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna fuck <laughs> it up. I can't. I'm not even gonna try. Honestly, can you just yeah. like think, visualize river dancing for a second, and then whatever comes out after that? <laughs> yeah, you need like a think a of base Michael level sentence to say to get you in it. Okay, um, is Guinness good crack? Sure. Well, no, because it just they just say what's the crack? Like what's okay. up? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. What's I've also, the crack? I've What's also the heard crack? it in reference to like good, like if something's funny, like uh, something makes you laugh or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like uh, oh, that latest special was good crack or something. Okay, like that. okay. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I love that. It's, it's funny to I, hear it in such American. Yeah, <laughs> good, that's crack. good crack. <laughs> yeah, Maryland Virginia accent over here. <laughs> I I code switch. I've realized with mostly with like I used to be friends with a lot of like indie music people mm -hmm. and like since doing comedy that's not how i talk anymore but then when i see them again i'm like oh yeah man like that that band fucking sucks like i like <laughs> immediately get into this like really masculine place that is very weird but i can't stop yeah that makes sense especially like in a prof professional or artistic setting because it is such a community where it, it under it's understandable that you would sort of drop into that terminology i think <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. it's hard not to yeah or I, i've done like because i was trying to surf for like three years and i because i'm from california so i kind of talk like a surfer but then i was getting like some of the phrases like wrong like i'd be like yeah i was like so blown out today and it's like I didn't know what I was saying. Like I would just make, I would just hear people talking about surfing phrases. <laughs> or my best friend who listens, she's gonna get. I is it Riptide or Rip Current? Riptide. I guess it can be both, right? No, because yeah, right? whatever one I say, she gets mad. She's like, it's oh. not that. There's an undercurrent in a Riptide. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. funny. Well, either one, you, you probably don't have enough time to figure out which one you're yelling out as it's pulling you under. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sea doesn't care either way. <laughs> It'll still be out there being terrifying. <laughs> um, Sam, are you from the music world? Is that your background? Um, I, I like dabbled. I, I was in like some, like a, almost joke band in college and then mm -hmm. sort of like 
it um, progressed into being like in a real band for a second when I first moved to New York. Nice. Um, and which was fun. I liked that scene. And I, I very much like I live in Brooklyn and like in 2012 when I moved to New York, it was like the dream of like oh, Williamsburg yeah. was still alive and well. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to be indie rockers. And I still <laughs> knew like... <laughs> I always was like, well, I'm going to move to New York to do comedy. But when you first get there, you're like, well, I have no idea what I'm doing. So yeah. Yeah. like, if, this, if these people want me in their band, then I'm going to be a band guy for two years and see how that hits. Yeah, yeah. As a former indie rocker, are you taking it, it exceptionally hard that the teens have rejected tight skinny pants? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it's a double-edged sword because they're rejecting the tight skinny pants, but they're loving... Like 2010 indie yeah. rock now. It is like, fun that that's like oldies stuff as bad. I'm like, okay, you guys oh, are like into instruments again. Cool. Did the kids so just weird. find out about the strokes? They are loving the strokes. They're loving LCD sound system. They're loving like the indie sleaze of like the early 2000s. And Hell it's yeah. very weird. Oh, wow. that rules. Yeah, I just yeah. I just saw the Hives play at like a house show out here and there were a bunch of like young people at it and that made me, it did fill me with a special kind of joy. <laughs> wow, that is crazy. I mean, literally yeah. like, I have like American Apparel t-shirts from 2012 and I'm like, that's going to be so trendy so soon. I'm holding on. It Can I say- comes at you fast. Like one day they're playing Alanis Morissette on the oldie station, the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have three almost completely untouched old American apparel hoodies that I've just like kept in a bin because I knew that like I got them at like the last days of American apparel. And that's like my favorite hoodie fit. And I just keep being like, whenever you break them in, then you'll just never have them again. So they're like, a, <laughs> I only pull them out sometimes, but you're making me think I might be able to like flip them for some real... That's the real Beanie Babies. You might. You might. Yeah. And can I tell you exactly apropos of that subject? I had mm-hmm. something very cool happen to me recently. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was crossing the street by Sean's mm-hmm. office where that coffee shop is mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And our friend Robert Bashimi drove by. He lives in Aww. our neighborhood. I yes. know. And he rolls down his window and he's like, Tess. And I'm like, hi. And he's wearing that American apparel hoodie. And oh. I'm like, I have that hoodie. I'm like, that's my favorite hoodie. Like, we're in traffic. I'm like, that's my favorite hoodie. <laughs> and then he drives away. That's like, yeah. our, that's the whole interaction. <laughs> and then <laughs> I see him at your yeah. uh, Memorial Day barbecue. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, last time I saw you, you were yelling at me about my hoodie. I'm like, yeah, I love that hoodie. It's the American Apparel hoodie. You can't get it anymore. And he's like, I have a stash. Oh. I have, same thing you. I have a stash <laughs> of unused People are American Apparel hoodies. <laughs> And he said, you know what? I'd never seen this kind of enthusiasm about a hoodie. I would like to give you one of these hoodies. And I said, <gasps> wow. uh, uh, yes, please. Wow. And he was like, thank you so much for like accepting this because I feel like most people don't know how to accept a gift. And I was like, oh, I'll accept it. I will absolutely accept it. <laughs> and two days later, he came and brought me a brand new, fresh American apparel well, hoodie. And, he and I've been living through. in it. And he followed oh. through. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Are we talking about a black hoodie or what color it's is it? It's turquoise. You know that turquoise one that I've been wearing for like 15 oh, yeah. years? I got a new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to have a stash of them, that's amazing. That's like doomsday prepper, but for fashion. Yes. I love that. Oh. <laughs> it honestly makes me feel great for for being like a mini hoarder and holding on to shit way too long. Yes. I'm like, see, you never know when you could really make someone's day. Yeah, we're not clothes clothes horses were uh, fashion preppers is what's going yeah. on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta look at the apocalypse. I'm not getting stuck in just a tire. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna just no. end up wearing a tire. Not cozy. I want to okay. be cozy. Okay. I have a, I do have a quandary for you guys. Tell me. Okay. Which- okay. <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. Okay. So like years ago, I tried to do Nutrisystem, you know, which is like yes. the disgusting mm-hmm. um, Marie Osmond hawked like diet quote-unquote the chef boyardee for women in their 30s it's It's basically like very (laughs) Mm freeze-dried very like will you know shelf stable for quite a long time not something Mm -hmm. i wanted to actually eat but i kept like a box of it because i was like all right this is just like emergence i was like you know shit goes down i I can eat this right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so i have it saved but my boyfriend is like 
we have to get rid of this <laughs> he was like please can we just like buy some canned food and not have this and I'm like no I'm like I'm not because everything I mean obviously canned food is like still a dollar but everything's just so expensive right now and I'm like yeah. I refuse but now I feel like I can't tell if I'm on the right side of history you're not I agree with Adam um <laughs> Wow, in the, the speed. In wow. the event of a disaster, like the last thing you're going to want is bad food. But it's all, I'm not, it's none of it's going to be great. Like It'll I'm not like bad. expecting a gourmet meal if I'm just like trying to survive on something. If you don't <laughs> change your backup plan now and there's a disaster, what I just said is going to be ringing in your <laughs> mind. <laughs> but what do you think is going to be better than that? Do you think that uh, like... I mean, I, I don't know. TJ's has some decent canned stuff. You can get like some veggie chili. Got get some mac. I don't know. I think you Annie's. can. Yeah, get yeah. Some Annie's. Oh, Annie's. Mm -hmm. It's good as hell. That's true. But again, I don't want to spend. I'm like trying to not spend money that I don't need to spend. Girl, you, know you got I mean? canned food money. Get up. <laughs> not Annie's. I don't want Annie's money. <laughs> Annie's is another level. <laughs> How would? Well, I have a question. Here's the thing. You're redoing your front yard. How about yes. you guys dig a uh, put a little uh, put a little uh, <laughs> dig thing a neutral system? Yeah, put bury it, <laughs> bury it in the yard, and then you'll have space inside. Be begin, this a, you is know, word. a bunker, yeah, okay. a bunker a in the front yard. Yeah, a landfill. I'm going to be yeah. someone who starts burying Nutrisystem in my yard. That sounds like a next correct mm -hmm. move. Yeah, <laughs> I think no one will know. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Okay, do we think, Sam, we talked with, with George about your project, Straight Lab. Do we think Nutrisystem is straight culture? I actually do think it's, I do think it's straight culture. I do too. Yeah. I think anything mm -hmm. like pre-made is straight culture. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. And <laughs> anything like Chef, Chef like, very straight culture. And a dietary yeah. portmanteau feels very straight culture too. Like Nutrisystem. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Anytime you try to add tech into food, it's like not going to, it's not going to be gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But, can you tell me what? What what a, like a gay version of prepping would be like? Oh, what yeah. I should do? Yeah. That would be good. Oh my god! Well, I do think the the clothes do make sense. Like I thought right. that was what was so funny about like that one episode of Last of Us where it was like he's a prepper, but also he has all these like gorgeous little things that he's like, yes. "Why well, are not getting rid of that?" And I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> that checks out." Because it's like sometimes you'd rather starve and have like a fun outfit than, um, you know, shitty food or whatever. Mm -hmm. I also think if there is food, it would be sort of Annie style. Like it would be like, well, I actually like there would have to be some sort of local um, prepper that you're like buying stuff mm. from that's like somehow chic. <laughs> mm. yes. Yeah, you can buy like, buy, like you know... Um, what, I can't artisanal like Honey. canned goods. Yes. Yeah, like with yeah. a matte fish. but glitter label <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything pickled, yeah, stuff like okay, that. Okay, okay, this is good. This yeah. is good. All right, I want to be in a gay neighborhood when the end times hit. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. gonna have to be. <laughs> the end times are hit. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, true. I know we kind of joke about this, but it does feel like even in New York with all the crazy like the air and i'm just like god like we are just in the slowest apocalypse like it's just taking so long mm -hmm. it is crazy i was like yesterday i was like well i guess i should flee like i was like but where do i go <laughs> and i was like right you can't go anywhere <laughs> it's so true <laughs> one really doesn't know when is the day to flee well, and yeah. no one ever really thinks about how fleeing also in this day and age involves reading Airbnb reviews, too. To be like, <laughs> oh, okay. That is very true. It's like, how much yeah. am I have to pay? How many hidden rules are in this Airbnb listing before I right. can be here? Yeah. The property is gorgeous, but the cleaning fee is insane. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's the cleaning fee on my second location? <laughs> <laughs> it was jarring to be like, damn, I really bet on the wrong horse. I th thought, you know, in the Northeast, you'd be safe from the, the fire smoke type of thing. Yeah. And it's like, wow, if I were in LA, I'd be fine. Now this is insane. Uh, yeah. I know. But don't worry. Like, it'll come for us soon. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah fire, we have a season. We have yeah. a season of fires. <laughs> oh, God. And we have lots of rain my, this year. So yeah. it'll be yeah. bad. My boyfriend do that. 
do that thing, you know, where you're like, okay, what would my like, what's my like backup plan? What the fuck, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we look at like places to buy. We're like, we're looking around that area because he was like, it's the it's the least like place where there's natural disasters. It's fresh like, water well, too. Yeah, but mm. we, we're all we're fucked everywhere. So. <laughs> It um, does feel like an attack from Canada as well. I haven't gotten an apology <laughs> from a Canadian yet. <laughs> I kind of appreciate their aggression. You know, yeah, they, they have this reputation as like, you know, know, the softies. And it's like, you know, they've got some bite too. They can be a little bit bad. It's yeah. so true. It's like when that one girl from accounting like finally puts the post-it note up about not touching her lunch in the fridge. Like, you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Canada doesn't want global warming and they're probably doing way more than we are. Oh, so, oh yeah. <laughs> Without having done any reading on the subject, I promise <laughs> Canada has done so much more than us <laughs> to fight global oh. warming. I have to ask, does your um, podcast normally have such a doomsday prepper vibe? Uh, <laughs> we dabble. It has. Really? It has. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we, we run the whole gamut. Um, but I think we're all just feeling a little doomsday-ish. Yeah, you know, we just talk about the world and that's just where the world's at. We also, you know. No, I love it. I respect it. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't gotten, have have you gotten any like doomsday prepping on Stradio Lab? Oh, yeah. Honestly, it's, we have not. And that's a big surprise. I think that's a great topic and it's weird that it hasn't come up yet. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, now I can't stop thinking about Last of Us. So it feels a little bit gay. Yeah. But prepping yeah. is pretty straight. Prepping is pretty straight. But they're I mean, like it, not prepping in Last of Us. They're just like rut, like seeing what they can find. That's know? true. Well, and then like Nick Offerman character, I couldn't tell if he was like supposed to be closeted, coded or not. Like, mm-hmm. right. I kind of thought he was. And so like the prepper was like a way to uh, sort of get all that extra energy out um, of, of being <laughs> closeted. Real big hobby. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's actually an interesting read, and that kind of gives that episode even more sadness. Like, if he spent his whole like pre-apocalypse life in the closet, and then this is his one like meaningful relationship. Yeah. that's kind of wow. what it felt like to me. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love Nick Offerman. I have me too. A copy of an audio copy of him reading uh, Tom's The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, and it oh. is the most like soothing thing. Like, it's like my security blanket. <laughs> wow yeah he's got the most soothing like i can't if you can find something with nick offerman reading i really recommend it yeah him and megan Mullally, like favorite favorite hollywood couple ever maybe i know yeah. it's like they actually do seem like they get it and then they also mm-hmm. seem horny in a way that's like thank you <laughs> yeah it's refreshing. exactly i know i feel like they yeah. went on conan's podcast and talked about fucking in the woods or something oh they all sounded like a thruple that ep- podcast episode is insane i was yeah. like What's going? <laughs> this is the horniest, horniest podcast. Does Conan give off horny vibes? Like I know he's attractive, but sometimes I don't, I've I never don't, gotten horny vibes. Horny. But I can't tell. I think yeah. he's too Catholic to be categorized as horny. I think he has shame. He has shame around his horniness, that and I think sense. that's where a horniness yeah. comes through. But he doesn't want it to. And yeah, that's where the horny comes from. Yeah, I mean the hotness is irrefutable, but I think part yes. of the hotness is that there's sort of a lack of overt horniness. Yeah, he can be corrupted. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. He can be corrupted, but I, I feel safe around him. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Someone once I heard like the most insane rumor that like like literally from just some person that was like Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally are both bisexual and both open. And it like gave me like, I was like, Oh, perfect. Like I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) now I'm clinging to that as if it's fact in a way that is so un, uh, earned. Like I'm just, (laughs) because it feels really grounded in reality. And I know for sure Megan Mullally is bisexual. That hey, I can now con- we're talking. Yeah. I'm like, I can yeah. confirm, like, I've hooked up with her or something. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I know she, like, I've seen her on You're, this. like, wiping your mouth for some reason. Like, <laughs> I've, seen her her I've seen her on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds accurate. A thousand percent, I would believe mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I, we're going to we're we- going to go look into Nick Offerman's uh, sexuality and we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs>
everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Sam. Hi, Sam. <laughs> I feel like I whiffed it, to be honest. You did no, great. You did great. No. Would you like See, a you second? Were... You want a second a second go? <laughs> no, I, I okay. don't. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I more just want to use this as a teaching moment to the <laughs> listeners um, <laughs> about how hard it is sometimes to be a podcaster. Um, Thank you I for mean, saying that. Yeah, it's, just, it's it's not talked about enough about how difficult our medium is. People think what we do is so easy, but, you know, you find yourself introducing yourself and everyone else is being so perky and you're just going, um, and I'm Sam. And it's, and you know, it's going to hurt your entire career from this moment on. That is yeah. really true. Mm-hmm. I, people don't respect It goes on your enough. permanent podcast record, which a lot of people don't know about. <laughs> yeah, it's a website we all yeah. look into and get to check mm-hmm. each other's stats on. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a credit score, but for podcasters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. You I'm rate it on the number of. Speaking of credit scores, <laughs> we all know those are fake. Yes. Um, have you guys like, checked your credit score recently? Yes. Okay. I have a thing that shows me that I'm. Yeah. It varies wildly depending on where you check. Has anyone yeah, else? There's, there's, there's three different, different reports. Show three different, different reports, stuff. but mm-hmm. different services will show you different scores for each of those three different reports. Like mm. you can do a hard pull and get like your actual one, but like anyway, it's a fiction. Numbers are made up, and so are credit scores. <laughs> oh yeah, wow. they're like from the they're like built made in the eighties. It's like when they started or some yeah. shit too. It's complete. It's complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I imagine the podcast credit score to be one of those like. You know, at the hospital when they have the like frowny face to smiley face. Yes, <laughs> like you're, that's where we your credit score lands somewhere in the frowny to smiley face range. I like that. <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna play. Everything should be simplified. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. It's called the MySpace game. It's you know, you get it. <laughs> Let's play the theme song. <laughs> Okay, boy genius. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so you get it. These are random questions from MySpace, which I pasted in, and you guys might see at the bottom that some of the answers are still in there from this person. I tried okay. to erase them. <laughs> okay, Sam, are you a geek? Mm, good question. <laughs> Um, wow, I didn't know they would be so loaded and so political. Yeah, um, very. I know, coming in I'm strong. Like, f- um, yes. I'm going to say yes, unfortunately. Okay. Why unfortunately? <laughs> well, I think I am, but I don't agree with it as an identity. Like, it's something, um, I think I have shame around it, but I do enjoy the geeky things. Like, I do game, I do... <sighs> care about like star wars and stuff but like i We're really tra- don't me and Babs want are to. trekkies so don't worry really? you're in, yeah yeah yeah. you're in you're in you're and in i the... like star wars I'm yeah, yeah. yeah i appreciate that because i i what i think it's really egregious yeah when people try to get high and mighty about geeky stuff yeah it's really off-putting I, wait and... you mean when they try to act better than somebody yes. because they like nerdy stuff yeah, yes yes yeah. I think, um, well, I could tell you're gay because you said, I do game, and that means you're using it as like a verb. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are you I enjoying Zelda? I guess is the uh, question for you right I now. I am enjoying Zelda. I'm like addicted in a really problematic way. I'm like, so I cannot stop. So it's just like open, it doesn't have levels, it's just like you run around doing stuff. You run around doing stuff. There's like a main quest line okay. uh, and like a few different ways to do that. But there's there's quite a bit of wandering as well and little side things to do. I think that's yeah. too much for me. I need like a direct like beginning and end, you know. Yeah. It, honestly, I played before this, I played Elden Ring, which was like way above my 
skill level and Mm -hmm. it was like the hardest thing I've ever done and it was like maybe you should just try reading books instead of this (laughs) (laughs) but then uh, now I'm playing Zelda and I'm like this is so I feel like I'm like returning to the shallow end of a pool I'm like finally I can relax (laughs) that feels good I I started playing our PS5 because like we have one and we don't really use it that much and I started I was just looking for simple games that are like level games like give me like a Mario-esque like beginning to end thing so i started playing this you know game that's like pretty easy Mm -hmm. but i didn't realize that like other you can hear other people like through the controller if their mics are on and so half the time i would just like you can play with other people and it would just be like straight up children because it's such an easy game yeah (laughs) and i'm like why is the kid talking like you can't mute the kids you can but like i didn't realize you have to turn it on so i default okay Okay. you know and yeah, also, yeah. you can't hear the sound on the thing if you m- mute them, so it's kind mm. of annoying. Oh. But like, wow. it was just—I just felt so creepy that all of a sudden there's just like a child. Talking. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah. Mike slash showing my skill level of playing a game where I'm like, oh, I'm literally playing a game that like five year olds are playing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make any friends or? Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, because also if it was like an adult man, I was like, I do not want them to know I'm a woman playing this because I don't yeah. want to creepy. Do you have like a gamer voice like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of would talk low you know. Well my I'm also playing under my boyfriend's name which is AJ Stylin. On- <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. That's so wild. Add him. Uh, I guess you can add me on PS5 if you want. But, um, very funny. A very straight man name so I think, That's I, very I, funny. I think I'm hiding enough yeah my <laughs> 10 year old brother I will hear him like playing his video games in his room sometimes just like talking shit to his friends on that thing and I just think like that's so, I'm glad that kids have that now like I that's cool that's, that seems like a really nice, fun, healthy way to like engage with your peers. It is cool, but it creeps me out that it's also just stranger. I was like, yeah, that's oh, weird. That's, I think he plays with weird. friends. I think his is like. I think a lot of people do that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. game. <laughs> I don't game. <laughs> I, yeah. I, in high school, it's when I like you started to be able to play online with friends and I was mm-hmm. really into it for a second. Yeah. Um, did you like land parties and stuff or? Oh yeah. <laughs> One time I literally had a party at my house called Pajama Jam, which was like, uh, it was ironic in the moment, but still uh-huh. everyone was like, woo, Pajama Jam. And like we wore pajamas and played video games in different rooms of my house. And yes. it was like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> That's pajamas in the wrong place are always fun. It's true. There's something to it. Mm-hmm. It's very uh it it what's that? It like makes everyone it equalizes everyone. Puts exactly. everyone on the same level. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Okay. I just oh sorry. Sam, what did you have for breakfast? Oh, I had a one single banana. Is that your go-to? <laughs> uh it kind of is. I wake up late often. Um not proud of it. Again, most of this podcast will be about me saying the things I do that I'm not proud of. Um, (laughs) Happy Pride to all. Um, (laughs) But I wake up late and to make up for it, I'll eat a banana and then try to rush to the gym and to to make up for my morning. Mm. I think that's good. Yeah, banana is a good, uh, like, I know it's food, but it feels like a food replacement. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect meal. It's a perfect yeah. meal. first thing. Yeah. yeah. You can eat it when you're driving. You can eat on the way to the gym. I've and been waking up like ravenous. Like I'm like, mm. I got to make pancakes. Like Ooh. I have Whoa. to make like big breakfasts. Oh, shit. I know. I don't know. It's, it's kind of annoying because it's a lot to do in the morning. But I just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm doing no. nothing different. I don't know why I'm so fucking hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wake up like that from naps. Like, I wake up from naps, and I just eat the weirdest shit. Like, I just eat, like, the... I just pound, like, the weirdest snacky... I'll just, like, eat hummus with my hands. You know what I mean? Like, I just wake up, <laughs> like... I yeah. eat... That's probably my hungriest, I think, and weirdest eating. So maybe... Mm. Similar. Yeah. I've been going through weird hunger. My appetite's been confusing, where it's, like, I almost... It, my appetite's very counterculture right now. Mm-hmm. Where it's like at lunch, I'll be like, "Well, I'm I'm barely hungry," and then at like 4 p.m., I'll be like, 
needing to eat so bad and just like tearing through whatever I can find in my kitchen. That's yeah. the worst. When you miss it's the lunch good. window because then that fucks you, then you have to do a dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then if yeah. you stay up late, you're kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. 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 I had the other day, I, like I did a show and then I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I wanted something specific. So I went to the grocery store and ended up getting like too much shit. And I came home and I thought my boyfriend would be in bed by then, so I, but he wasn't. And I come in with this like giant grocery bag and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I was like you're supposed to be asleep. <laughs> like this was all supposed to just be dispersed into the kitchen and you weren't going to notice until tomorrow. <laughs> my secret burrito time. <laughs> I feel like I have some like depression era habits when it comes to mm-hmm. groceries too. Like, Tell me if this is normal. I'll like not go to the store because I'll be like, no, I can't. I'm not going to buy new groceries until I use every leaf of this spinach. Like I have to like completely deplete my fridge, like completely to the point of like, I'll have one vegetable and I'll make a meal out of that before I go to the store. I try to do that. I think that's a good way to be though. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Adam's like the exact opposite. Like he won't eat a leftover. He won't. I'm like, we, and I'm like, we need to eat the shit that we have. But he's always like, oh, there's nothing to eat. And I'm like, yes, there is. You just have to put it together into a meal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Eat it up. (laughs) Takes, yeah, a little bit of work. Yeah. Okay. This this is a great question. This is really important. Okay. And I'm glad that they asked it. Sam, have you ever sat on large rocks and dangled your feet over the ocean water and let the waves tickle your feet? (laughs) (laughs) yeah i want to say first of all i want to say thank you to myspace for providing such an (laughs) important question i think we should be asking politicians this question asking ceos this question um i I, you know honestly (laughs) i'm gonna say yes i have hard yes hard yes good here's the thing if the answer to that isn't yes and and you are a politician or CEO. I actually do want to know. I want to know that. I want to know that you haven't That's taken true. that moment of pleasure for yourself. <laughs> what kind of weird robot are you? I mean, how can you be making such large decisions and you haven't even let the ocean tickle your feet? Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would love that to be the campaign sign. Like, yes, the ocean has tickled my feet. <laughs> I mean, the you tickling get, you get is my vote. so specific. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Sam. Um, isn't walking in the leaves romantic? <laughs> <laughs> walking in the leaves. Does that mean among the trees in fall or does that mean in a leaf pile? I think it's however you choose to interpret. Whatever first came to mind for you, yeah. <laughs> well, I imagine sort of the gutter where all the leaves pile up, and I'm going to say it's not romantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really depends on the location of the leaves. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that even like a leaf pile I would describe as rom- even the most autumnal leaf yeah. pile. Well, because I don't, also because you don't know what's under there. And someone's done the work of putting that pile together. And once you've raked leaves, it's like you don't want to mess with somebody else's. That's somebody's somebody's work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leaf piles are for children. Like Yes. <laughs> Grow up. Grow yeah. up, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Well, this question actually does have a follow-up. Um, oh. 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 Do you have anyone in mind that you would want to walk in the leaves with? <laughs> Um, I'm going to say my niece and nephew because the leaf pile is for children. Yes. Proper answer. Proper answer. We're all voting for you, sir. How are you doing in the uncle game? I'm kind of bad at it right now, to be honest. Oh, no. What happened? Well, first of all, my podcasting and comedy career are so important to me and it's Mm. so hard to take a break. Um, But, (laughs) no, I think I'm like not clear what the role is like there's not Mm -hmm. really a guidebook um and so i'm sort of like uh, like they're babies right now like one of them is like two and one of them is like six months or something okay and so it's like oh there's not not much you can do at this stage you don't have a lot to work with yeah and it's like i'm sure when they can understand me i think i will kill i think i'll be so funny and i think they'll be obsessed with it Mm -hmm. but right now it's just sort of like are you feeding me are you changing me and i'm like I don't I I'm I don't really thrive yeah. there. No, you're in a bit of a holding pattern. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, no, but, once they can talk and become like people, you'll be crushing it. Yeah, because yeah. I view the aunt and uncle role as like the cultural ambassador. Mm-hmm. Like we have to tell them about cool music and cool books and yes, cool hoodies yes. and like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sit down. Let me tell you about American Apparel. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, do you understand? If I bestow this hoodie upon you, do you understand what this means? Yeah. Brandy's no. got a new niece. I have a brand new, a brand new niece. She was like, she's eight days old right now. It's crazy. Eight days in this world. I know. I was like, oh, it's been a hell of an eight days, girl. (laughs) 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 Yeah, little Piper, little Piper Posey, cutie. How's how's, uh, your other niece doing with? She's good. They're making it. They're making it a big point. My other niece is four, and they're making it like a big. Well, she's turning four this weekend. She. They're making it a big point to be like your big sister, your number one. She like holds her for a minute, like she and like it's her birthday the week after the baby was born. So it's also like okay, she gets to like have a big party. She, they're still trying to make her like she's had her first ballet they're recital. They're not combining their birthdays yet. They will. No, they will. No, 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 no. They will at some point, but now they will. <laughs> yeah, well, that's gonna now. hurt. But yeah. <laughs> as an adult, my sister and I's birthdays are less than a month apart, and but still not even close to a week. And yeah. as adults, we love it because that's like our whole, that's our whole birthday. We combine yeah. forces and just mm-hmm. treat ourselves all month. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. As adult sisters, having birthdays close together is really fun. Yeah. Was I it think hard it was as cool. like teens? Well, we're five years apart. So uh, it was like we kind of each had our own. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The big okay. thing I'm trying to figure out is that like for my my niece Harley, my older niece, I've always I send her postcards like and so she probably has like 40 or 50 from me that are just like in a box that I'm like, well, when you read eventually, you can hear about all the cool things I did is like, you know, yeah. in my 30s and shit when I was your aunt. Like that's fun. But now I got this new baby. I you're like, oh shit. Do I, I can't do, do I anything? Does yeah, she get post too. Yeah. Does she get postcards too? That's the thing when they have multiples, <laughs> you have to start I mean, <laughs> Brandy, I have brothers who are triplets. I know. I have three <laughs> nieces. You have to buy everything in triplicate. Every nice thing you want to do, you have to do three times over, two times over. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out, I'm like, should I try to come up with something else for her? Or is that going to be like, <sighs> I don't know if anything will be better. Yeah. It's hard that. to think of something equivalent that's like yeah. personalized too. That's not going to be expensive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So like, all right. I guess I'll just start. A new toe ring for every time you go out of town. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Here are your toe rings, Piper. I hope they're in when in the in the twenty fifties. I hope that they're Wait, have toe rings come back? Because I feel like that's very nineteen ninety eight. I bet they have. It is. I yeah. haven't heard about it. I have not heard about it. I toe mean, rings. we've got to do something with all the rings that are on the fingers now. You can't, we've hit critical mass on finger rings at this point. <laughs> well, true. Tess is doing well with just two. I mean, three. I've seen I have three, four, oh, actually. But, but I will say, you don't have any on the second knuckle. And those are the ones no. that, I don't know if that's just for Instagram hands, but you know what I'm talking about? Oh, like, I know what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I see those, I'm like, what's. What's happening? You don't think that's cute? <laughs> Is that not cute? I no, I think it's cute, but I it feels very like I don't know. Like what's it, it feels like, it feels like a lot. Say, just feels mom, like a lot. <laughs> I was talking to my mom and she was like, Oh, I want to send you something for your birthday. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I was gonna buy you some gold hoop earrings. And I was like, Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I already have some, so I was okay. like, I don't really need any, you know? Yeah. And then she was like, Or I was gonna send you a Saint Christopher necklace. <laughs> oh. And well you gotta like, go to the hoops. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, you got two sets like, of hoops now. Yeah, I don't know. That's, <laughs> Wait, that's what is Christopher the Saint of? It's like protection, protection. or something. Yeah. What yeah. does that necklace look like? <laughs> He's just I like a little it's man. Like one of those little like medallion, like small medallion yeah. type. Which oh. I wouldn't necessarily mind, but I'm just not like religious, so I'm like, uh. sure. Yeah. I ended up shoot. I was like, why don't I send you like a link? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I sent her a link to like a little bracelet thing. That's nice. <laughs> I, she still doesn't quite get that I'm not like Catholic, I don't think. Mm, they won't. Yeah. That's the thing with Catholicism. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't take long. It doesn't seem to take. No, they like to just be like, no, no, that's fine. You'll be back. Yeah, uh, and also because you can half-ass it so much, I think that's the problem. Right. Like everyone who's Catholic half-asses it. So when you're like, "I'm out," they're like, "Yeah, we're all out," but you're still Catholic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah. it also kind of honestly freaked me out because I I feel like 
I, I've been like, you know, knock on wood, like pretty mm-hmm. lucky in my life. And I was like, I don't think I need this. What if I yeah. get the? What if I get this oh. thing and then and then things go wrong? <laughs> I feel like it could be a bad charm for me. Oh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. How do, this could be a MySpace, MySpace question too? How do you guys feel about Ouija boards? <laughs> Speaking of charm stuff, because Rick, I, did, I want to believe. Yeah. I like wish they worked because. Like whenever I've tried to use one, like the it, like the board's too sticky or something. Like mm-hmm. I am wanting the the fantasy, yeah. Of even being like, who moved? What the hell? Mm-hmm. Like that sounds so fun to me, yeah. Um, but I've never had it work right. I'm Got in it. the same boat. Yeah. Okay. I I'm willing to go there. I'm suspending my disbelief, but I have never had like a a Ouija board experience that feels remotely metaphysical. Got it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just have, I just never fucked with them. Uh, but, really? And then like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. You've never uh, done a Ouija board? No, I'm good. <laughs> Are you freaked out by it? I just don't even want to like fuck with anything like potentially. You're scared of it? I'm not, I'm not scared of it. I just am not like. Like it's made it, by Milton Bradley. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it's like, so my, my boyfriend found one. Somebody is moving out of his building and they put all these like toys or like games in the lobby for like, take it what you want. Also, I got a twister from that for our nice. sleepover. Yeah. I'd be more um, scared of the twister. Than- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he had this the Ouija board. Got some demons. He was like, oh, I'll take the Ouija board. That'll be fun. And then he was like eating on the box. He was like, eating. He had like a sandwich that he put on. I was like, don't, don't put put a ham sandwich on top of the portal to the dead I don't know about that <laughs> now you gotta do it now I yeah. really need you guys to yeah. do it yeah, yeah. for sure I know. <laughs> what about that ghost that's outside on your tree oh yeah, yeah. the Dutchman he's out there and he's just he I hadn't I've been house sitting for a month and then I th- there's a Sam there's like a a shadow that is cast upon the tree outside of my home that looks like an old man leaning it's against a tree. Yeah. It's extremely wow. creepy. Um, and it, it's new because they put a sign up and the way the light hits it, that's what happens. But uh, I hadn't seen it for a month. And when I pulled in, I was like, <gasps> and then I was like, oh, it's this fucking Dutchman. <laughs> that's what it is. Wow. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, it's very, I mean, I think it probably creeps out strangers on my street. So hopefully they stay away from my house, but <laughs> it also creeps me out when I see it at night. Yeah, also it's like the necklace thing where I'm like, I don't need, it's, you're like, yeah. I, I'm fine with my relationship with the Dutchman. I don't need to talk yeah. to him. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly how I feel. I mean, there's there's already like a weird being that I live in a trailer park and my manager is like, yeah, it's the Dutchman. There's EVP activity outside of your house. And I'm like, all right, we don't need to bring in a Ouija board and talk to the Dutchman. I heard he doesn't, it didn't seem like he was a pleasant person. Yeah, I exactly. kept thinking, I was like, isn't there another, like, isn't there the legend of the flying Dutchman? And then I realized oh, yeah. that's Trader Joe's. <laughs> uh, there's also uh, there's like something in Spongebob about the flying Dutchman ghost guy yeah oh, okay. it's like an old it's an old pirate like, yeah it's an old ghost ship like, oh, thing. Okay. yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow alright we've gotta we've gotta contact some yeah well we'll be spirits. right we have, we have we'll important back. stuff to do it's we'll time right. yeah yeah <laughs> Everybody, we're back. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Sam. Yeah! Wow. <laughs> that felt so powerful and so honest and so now. It felt so good to be here for it. <laughs> you know, I just want any potential podcaster to hear me and hear me grow throughout this episode and know that where you are right now isn't where you're going to be in 15 minutes, you know? I totally. like that. We should actually let's actually not release this on the public uh, thing, but be like, but put it behind a paywall and be like the one podcast you need to listen to in order to grow as a podcaster. Yes. <laughs> just like, the yeah. weirdest part is that would unfortunately work. That would work so well. <laughs> of course it would. <laughs> I would buy uh, it. I'm even convinced. I'm. I, it's my podcast. You know, I'm still gonna buy it. That's making me nostalgic for like five years ago when we were at the peak of clickbait. I feel like clickbait is yeah. kind of like not in its heyday anymore. Actually, yeah. I did see. Oh my god, what was it? It was making me laugh so hard. Fuck, it was some actor. 
ah, damn it, I'm gonna fuck it up. But it was somebody was like, remember? It was like, remember John Stamos? Look at his house. <laughs> that was- <laughs> 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 it like, made me die laughing. <laughs> like, <cool>. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got me. Well, yeah. It, it has become like a lower art form. It's like yeah. now you know it's going to be a bullshit like ad when you see a clickbait mm-hmm. article, which is like too bad because there used to be real finesse to it. That's I know. the thing. And, and, and dare I say, I was sometimes the person writing those things. And it <laughs> took, I was proud. It made me proud when I, and I, was this healthy? No. But when I came up with something really clickbaity, and then the next day I came in and I saw that it had gotten a lot of traffic. I had this very Dr. Evil kind of like, yes. <laughs> 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 like, it's, wow. It was a very addictive feeling to like, no, like throw something out there and be like, you going to take it? <laughs> wow. I would love to know some of your highlights of the, the article titles. My clickbait, my clickbait opus actually, Babs was, it was a Vice article that I wrote called, Babs was there for it called, I fixed my credit by day drinking. <laughs> wow i am click, smashing that little click that is, that is so good yeah we're gonna need a clickbait title for this uh episode oh, yeah i think so mm-hmm. well, i think we already yeah. had what was it the one podcast you need <laughs> yeah the one yeah listen to this <laughs> podcast to become a the one podcast you need to dangle your legs in the ocean. And your feet. If you have a podcast and you haven't heard this episode, stop what you're doing and listen now. Yes. Yes. Wow. yes. <laughs> exactly. Title, click, print. <laughs> okay, we're going to do some lady problems now. And by the way, we need lady problems. So if you have one, write to us. It can be small, it can be big, it can be whatever. Lady to lady comedy at gmail.com, or you can give us a phone call at 323 but 30 Lady, lady problems. Lady, lady problems. Lady problems, do you have them? Lady problems. Hi, ladies. So I just have a problem that's been plaguing me for a little while, and it's how do I nicely tell my best friend to divorce her husband, who is a piece of shit. He is a person who threatens to kill himself. When he left the house, and, like, stayed with his parents, he would tell people that she kicked him out when they had both COVID. But she had a 100 fever for, like, two days. He refused to make her soup. He refused to make her anything. But the soup is what really just got me with a 100 fever. Like, honey, that's not a husband. That's a roommate. But I don't know how to tell her and, like, how she can be better. She deserves everything without making her defensive about him because she literally had a sleepover with people because she didn't want to share the bed with her husband. Like, and she's 25. She thinks, like, she's going to be alone forever if she, like, does this. She wants a baby eventually, but I'm like, please, not with him. Because he will be the dad to be like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll watch them. And then that day probably be like, ah, no, I never said that. I don't know what you're talking about. And stupid shit like that. So how do I nicely, without, like, getting angry and rant about all the things he's done, nicely, without her getting defensive, be like, you deserve so much more than what this man has been offering you for over 10 years. Like, don't feel like you, like, he's the only one who can love you because you're an amazing person. Please. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. So also some math. Like, she's 25 and they've been together for 10 years. This is like a high school. High school. Oh, yeah. 
cool. You know what? Like my first <clears throat> instinct was like she needs to take or should take her friend out to like somewhere where they can flirt with guys. I think this mm. friend needs to like realize she still has it. And that's going to be like the first step. Like she needs to get hit on by some cute guys and just like yeah. realize mm. um, there's other shit out there. I think it can be so easy to get tunnel vision. And especially when you've been with someone since you're really young, like you can normalize yeah. some really problematic behavior because it is your first serious relationship. And you're like, well, I guess everybody's kind of miserable, right? Uh, you know, like you don't really mm -hmm. have anything to compare it to. So I think that's just like, I think you can maybe help her feel less afraid of possibly leaving this situation if she can be, if she can see that there is life beyond this person. And then build self-esteem too. And like, I think yeah. doing that, but if it can be like on like a trip that you guys go on or something, so it's not like in your hometown and that might have her more in her head or something. Yeah. Like just removing her from him as much as possible to kind of also be like, oh, look how, nice my life is when he's not around too. Mm -hmm. like yeah. Cause that's the opposite of like him going out of the house somewhere and you kind of being stuck at home or her being stuck at home. You know, mm -hmm. you need to kind of shake her out of the situation a little bit. And I mean, uh, you know, we've talked about this before as far as like how it's very hard to talk to somebody when their partner sucks, you know, because it, it, you can't as much as you want, like they have to make that choice, you know, but I do think that, yeah, you can, I would get her away. I wouldn't have a conversation via phone or text. Like it is something you, you want to talk to them in person about and make sure that the partner's not around, you know? Um, and I think be careful to not, because she might get defensive, not to criticize him necessarily, but to kind mm -hmm. of sh to just at least let her know that there's more out there for her and that she doesn't have to. Yeah. That, that, you know, she is young. She's got so much ahead of her. And that yeah. this is not the end. It's just could be the beginning, you know? Yeah. And I think this is all just also very like, this stuff is a super taxing on self-esteem too. So like a lot of it is her feeling, I'm sure that she like isn't worth more like, you know, like this is the best, this is what I deserve or whatever. Cause she's been in it this long. So I think also just like building her up as much as possible and like, she probably feels in that relationship like she's doing everything wrong to some, like, you know, she's like, is taking on a lot of it. There's a lot of shame involved in those kind of relationships. And I think that like, yeah, whatever you can do to make her, her feel like she's like her own person and like building her up and like making her feel like she's bigger than this and deserves everything. Yeah. And I, I think, think you guys nailed it. I'm like, this is so hard. I'm like being 25 and thinking that's like the end. I, yeah. I know. simply can't relate to, but, but I don't I even remember my life at 25. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like yeah. if somebody could just, I feel like this is probably one of the most, this is definitely a common problem we get from people. It's something I think everybody has experienced. Or everybody does experience it. Like, one point in their life, if not consistently, like there's always somebody that you care about with a real dud. Mm -hmm. And it's really one of the life's most frustrating quandaries because mm -hmm. yeah. when you're dealing with a situation, you have agency. Like if you're mm -hmm. in a bad situation, like you, there are things you can do to get out of it. But when somebody that you love is like your hands are really pretty tied. I, I feel, I mean, that's been my life experience. I, I yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, all you can do is, uh, and we said this in the past, but really all you can do is be there for her and mm -hmm. be like, look, I'm here anytime you want to talk, you know, and kind mm -hmm. of just make sure she knows she has a support system. That's like the most important things because she's going to need that when stuff hopefully does end. And I would talk to, you know, if you have friends or family who are also close to her, talk mm -hmm. to them to be like, let's like make sure we're really checking in on her all the time and kind yeah. of like really trying to let her know that she's not alone, you know? And like, this, I've been, I mean, I've been in a relationship where someone was threatening to kill themselves if I left and yeah. it was fucking horrible. Like, because you're obviously terrified yeah. Yeah. that if you fuck, if you don't do it, they're going to do that. I mean, it's, it's the number one. I don't know about the number yeah. one, but it's a very manipulative. It's so extremely manipulative behavior. You know, yeah. and I don't want you to say to her, like, he's not going to do that because obviously you can't whatever, but no, I mean, I think you could maybe let her know, like, you know, I think that he's using this as a manipulation tactic, maybe, and and remind her that the things that he does are not her fault. It is yeah. 
he's making those choices to do things, you know. So I think if you can kind of try to put a little bit of that in her head, it might help her see the situation differently, you know. I also feel like it's important <clears throat> to convey, like, that the idea of, like, don't have a kid with this guy. And I don't know how Ooh. you yeah. Ooh, drive God, that yeah. point home as hard as possible. I'm almost like, shit, maybe you need to, like, make up another friend that's like, I had a friend that was in a really bad relationship and they were talking but like luckily they got divorced before they had a kid because it is so much harder if you have a kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love that yeah (laughs) I mean honestly this sounds kind of crazy but get her to listen to this this podcast um, something was wrong it's about people who get in kind of like manipulative relationships manipulative relationships and um all the time when you listen to it, you're like, oh, when they have a kid with the guy, it's 10,000 times worse because they're connected to them in yeah. that way. And, like, that's the main thing I got from listening to that podcast is I was like, oh, my God. Like, when they have a, tr- a kid with the guy, it's like it makes it so much worse. So if she likes podcasts, I would honestly suggest listening to that because I think it helps people when they hear someone else has gone through something similar and it opens their eyes a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could suggest her listening to that or... I, I think Reddit can help sometimes with showing like people who've been through similar situations and kind of thinks they can see themselves reflected. So I'm, I know mm-hmm. that there's like different, you know, Reddit forums for stuff for people who've gone through stuff like this that maybe she can like look at and you can just kind of be like, read through this. And it gives them a chance to like input information without kind of needing to talk about their own, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because also I feel like Reddit, the friend could ostensibly create a handle and like post if themselves if they want yeah a lot of people post on there anonymously about the stuff they're going through and get advice and i think Mm -hmm. like it can be a good outlet for people yeah yeah and it does sound like she's like she knows something's up because she's having like you guys sleep over and doing like group sleep like she's it might not take her a mile a while to like come to the realization but i do think that like a lot of those relationships it's like from the point of like starting to think about breaking up until the actual it ending it can be a it can be a period of years but yeah. you know mm-hmm. she's probably she probably if the, if she's doing that kind of stuff she probably some part of her some percentage of her already knows that like this has got to this this isn't right but yeah i think it's like building her up and like getting her get, filling that pie chart in <laughs> yeah she knows it's just that he's around her too much for her to yeah. fully yeah Exactly. Yeah. And he's also like clearly like eating up all the space and stuff. I mean, yeah, I. Yeah, he sounds 25 like I know so young, such a baby. Also, people I think (sighs) think of divorce as failure a lot, too. Even if she knows the relationship is bad, she's like, well, that would look bad if I it would look like I made a mistake then. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. It's like you just got to be like, no, it's totally fine and normal. Absolutely. I totally like especially if the friend brings that up. Then mm-hmm. you have. Then the floodgates are open, and then you can say whatever the fuck you want. Hey, no, literally think of all the other people you know that have gotten divorced. Did yeah. you think they were failures? Probably not. No, you were probably yeah, happy that like they yeah. got the out of that situation. Of yeah, yeah. Especially when it's something so young, because it's like you just change as a person so much over the course of like time, and especially like those years where it's like. I mean, my, my, my boyfriend has like a, he's, he has an ex-wife and they actually had a very amicable divorce because they got together when they were 22 and they were like, you know what? We, this has run its course. This, we got right. together. We're too young. We're different people. We're going our separate ways. I wish you nothing but the best. And it like, they pulled themselves up out of, you know, they, they helped each other get themselves up to a different point in life. And, you know, yeah. A, a, an end of a relationship or an end of a marriage is not failure whatsoever. You know? Just watch some French movies. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine being with my high school boyfriend still. Oh my God. Like, God. I cannot. <laughs> my high school boyfriend uh, hears my comedy on the radio in Colorado sometimes when he's washing dishes. So, wow. Those are fun. Those are fun Instagram messages to get once in a while. Um, yeah. yeah, good luck. I'm sorry. This is like the evergreen shitty problem. Yeah. Yeah. And also, if she's not in therapy, maybe consider trying to get her to talk to a professional who's also going to be like, who will also be keeping notes, like, 
in the event that anything escalates and like a weird or anything happens. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's just, she could be, the therapy would be good, but also having a, prof- like hearing stuff from a professional sometimes is like, you kind of just need to hear it from them versus a friend too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? Yeah, so, you know, I think, Yeah. And we're not professionals, but you can still play this for her if you want. I mean, we're, we are, but like not that kind of professional. Like, yeah. We're like business women. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we wear blazers. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam, this has been so fun hanging out with you. This has been a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. yeah. Where can everybody find Stradio Lab and anything else you have going on? Um, Studio Lab comes out every single Tuesday, everywhere podcasts are uh, downloadable. And um, you can find me on Instagram at Sam Taggart. Uh, and I used to say at Twitter, too, at Sam T. Taggart. But honestly, I barely post anymore except for retweets. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably boring. It's a hellscape <laughs> over there. We yeah. can all agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for real. Well, yeah. Check out Stradio Lab. And thank you for hanging out with us. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see Bye. you guys next week. Bye. Three, two, three. Six but thirty. It's six but thirty somewhere. Hi, ladies. Um, I just wanted to thank you and especially Beth uh, because this past weekend, uh, me and my three girlfriends went to Las Vegas and we went to Magic Mike for uh, the bachelorette party. And you know, as the bride, somebody may have been you know pulled onto the stage, and damn, that skincare routine just must be top notch because that skin is like velvet but anyway baby thank you so much love you bye uh good morning ladies i'm driving home from work and you're keeping me awake and i appreciate that um tess i just heard about your soup woes and how you can't eat bread and i have a recipe for you if you go on serious eats and look up their 15 minute tomato soup which is also vegan. It's a soup that has bread blended into it, and it is delicious. Okay, I hope you like it if you try it. Love you guys. Bye. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy, and give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.